like Conan O'Brien and I'm Andy Richter. <laughs> Is Conan O'Brien dead? He's not, right? No, no. Uh, yeah. Still around. There you go. Yes! Still got it. Oh, that felt good to do. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. We are back after a hiatus of several weeks. My name is Al Rowe. This is the Music Guy Podcast. I'm a music guy. I sing, play guitar, write songs, make records, teach lessons, produce records. I already said that. I'm at Al Rowe Music on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever else. My co-host, and who has been for... I'm thinking we're over two years now. Yeah, it's you know? fucked. Uh, is Mike Hebs at Bruno the Meek on Instagram? Mike's a guitarist, uh, vocalist, uh, composer, cruise ship player, captain, cruise ship captain, man of the sea. Uh, welcome, man. How are you? So um, good. We're doing this in person. Yeah, uh, it's weird for me, which is super yeah, weird, but yeah. it feels good. Uh, it's crazy to even think that we're we're at a time where we can do this, but here we are. And uh, yeah, man, welcome. I'm a literal seaman. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's very strange to be doing this again. Uh, we we took a little bit of a break there because of the things that we're going to talk about today. Uh, it was like an unintentional break, but I literally, literally, if you're like Mike, yeah, we got to do this podcast. You know, the week that you get back, I. I would have said yes, but I would have been so overwhelmed by my life at that point. Yeah, I, I mean, we were both, as we'll talk about, going through a, 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 a transition, transitional uh, period, which I think a lot of people will relate to because uh, the, about the time we took the break from doing the show was right about the time that things started to reopen. Yes. So uh, we're going to get into that and more today, how we navigated getting back to work and, and other things like that. And uh, how we dealt with me personally having actually some some experience firsthand experience with panic and anxiety attacks and how join uh, the we, club we dealt baby with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we're gonna get into all that, that and and uh, and and many more things. Uh, so rusty, I feel rusty. Getting me back too, into this. Me too. Um, if you'd like to support what we're doing here, uh, give this a like uh, or subscribe on YouTube if that's where you're watching. If you're listening on a podcast app, that's awesome. Tell your friends about it. Give us a five star review on uh, Apple, or I think that's a thing. Is yeah. that still a thing? Yeah, yeah, or like uh, Spotify probably has like some algorithm that you can uh, you know boost us on. Uh, we'd appreciate it. And of course, if you want to uh, pick up some merch, we do have some shirts, we do hats, some masks because uh, those are still required. So you know, you should, there you be, go. should be wearing them uh, when you're out and about, and uh, in, well, not out and about, but inside with other people. Okay, this um, is fucked. So you've played festivals since this this whole thing opened up, right? Like little yeah. teeny festivals. I like I haven't played real festivals. Um, they're not wearing masks. The audience. So I I played yeah, a well, festival. Yeah, I mean, if it's Quebec. outside, you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, I played a festival in Quebec, and it was busy. It was busy, like boots and hearts busy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't like ten thousand people there, but they were all packed in, and I was in the audience and. None of us were wearing masks, and I got kind of sick afterwards, and I think my immunity shit, but the whole time I was like, this is fucked. It's really weird, man. It's really bizarre. Um, me, personally, if I was in a crowd like that, I would have a mask on. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, You know, for, for me personally, like, just wanting to sort of continue to, to protect myself, protect others, I think is important because, obviously, we've heard about different variants and whatnot that can uh that can get around the vaccines yeah Yeah. you know so it's a comfort level thing i mean if you're going to go to an event like that then you're you're i think you're innately uh accepting the risk that you're going to be in close quarters with a bunch of people because there's just no way to really force people to stay apart you know yeah either that or you know you you distance yourself yeah and stand a little bit further back which is what people were doing at um boots and hearts when i played there um and they had a very controlled amount of people that they were letting in but even still everybody just sort of crams to the front yes they um, do. so i mean you got to make a decision for yourself there i think obviously you know being vaccinated is a great place to start but uh yeah so if you're gonna wear a mask which i, I would recommend uh, make it a music guy podcast mask. yeah you know why we not? need money uh, i mean <laughs> for reasons we will discuss during this, this, this podcast and you can of course uh go to the patreon as well as patreon.com slash music guy podcast if you want to support us financially uh, 
we sure need it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can hear the desperation the de- in her yeah. voice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I in in hindsight, I feel like <clears throat> that one festival was f- like it was after the weekend. I was like, this was a bad idea. You know, right. like I I should have been wearing a mask or maybe even just chilling behind stage. Like if I was like, oh, I'm not going to wear a mask because I'm trying to meet some ladies or something like that. You know, I could have done that behind the stage instead of like out in the audience. It was, uh, yeah, it was kind of strange. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, it's very bizarre just being around people. Yeah. You know, even the two of us, like even you being here, like we're both, we both got our shots. Like we're both, you know, you got a better shot than I do, though. I got the J- the Johnson and Johnson. I thought that was a good one. Jansen and Jansen is the European what the Europeans call it. It's uh, I mean, so I haven't done enough research on it. Apparently, it's good with the Delta variant. I mean, my mom said that. My mom's not a doctor, so I don't know where she got that from. <laughs> she probably got it from like CNN or something like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the Jansen and Johnson and Johnson is like less effective. That's a single dose one, it's right? It's a single dose one. And I, I've actually had some troubles. Like when I called to get my proof of vaccination from Ontario, they're like, yeah, we haven't like like given someone proof of vaccination for the Johnson & Johnson yet. And they're like, let me talk to my supervisor. Wow, that's surprising. I guess it's only available in the U.S. Or Yeah, it's, it's apparently we, we, we didn't do it here. But huh. it's, you know... I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to look more into it. I'm sure if it's bad, I'm gonna have to get some sort of booster, which I don't give a shit. We probably all will, Load anyways. Me up, Daddy, you know? Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Um, just give it to me. <laughs> yeah. Give it to me ASAP, so I can yeah. get back to living life. You know? Um, but yeah. So um, where's I going with all of this? Uh, give us money. That's give us money. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's weird being around people again, right? So like, you're here. We're vaccinated. We feel safe, but it's just still strange. And like. I think we experienced that like a hundredfold getting back to actually playing gigs. You know, I yes. know I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, that's just something that I think has been like a more difficult adjustment than I would have initially thought. Yeah. You know, I thought the shock of everything stopping back in March of 2020 was going to be really difficult. Yeah. And I know it was for a lot of folks. And it was it wasn't easy, but there's something about being a musician where like we're already kind of pre-wired to deal with stuff like yeah. that, you know. Bunch so, of memes online about that kind of shit. Exactly. Like know? it's like how everybody else knows how we live, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. living day to day, like what's am I gonna be able to make money this week? You know, like we all kind of already go through that. So I feel like it was maybe a little bit easier for myself to start pivoting right away and be like okay well gigs aren't happening so how am i gonna you know what 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 entrepreneurships am i gonna undertake to try and like make some dough and you know basically like none of them were that successful uh you know outside of taking my production work online a little bit more yeah taking my teaching online which uh is sort of what's sustaining me at this point um and that you know that's really cool but some of the stuff i did on like you know my streaming on twitch and stuff it's like i really enjoy it and i'm glad that i started doing it but it's not supporting me in like yes, a, a job kind of way same, same with the podcast the podcast you know yeah. isn't bringing us in a bunch of money yeah. but it's just like you know i think it's like a good future project and it's a great yeah. outlet you yeah know, it's something that yeah. we really enjoy doing like yeah. in the moment so. it's very easy to yeah we don't put a lot of effort into this because we don't like you guys so we've been away for a couple months maybe like can you give us a summary it doesn't have to be a short summary like yeah give us the gist give us the story of the cruise ship it was fucked um <laughs> it, like it was it was good like it, it could have been so much worse than it was um it was maiden voyage uh the fucking thing and i mean i guess yeah it, it, a lot of things bad happened, but I didn't give a shit because, like, literally, I was like, they're making money. The guys I was with were good dudes. The cruise line, like, did everything. They didn't do anything wrong. You know, like, they were very safe about stuff. 
It's just, you know, a lot. I'm trying to think of all the bad things that happen. Well, there's somebody um, tested positive on the Oh, on that the isn't ship? even the first of it. Okay. Okay, so this is super heavy, but literally the first day that I was there, somebody killed themselves. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. First day I was there, and I was like, oh, like, I was like on a boat with strangers. I barely knew the guys. Um, and I was like, is this what fucking cruises are like? And then, um, after that, I did my two week quarantine and we were going, supposed to be going in between Greece and Israel. And, uh, so we go to Israel, supposed to get the Pfizer vaccine. They're like, oh, it's not ready yet. Come back in like two days. Fucking war breaks out in Israel. So hold on. Let me pause you for a second there. So this was kind of you left before the vaccines were widely available yes so when when did you leave april 20th i believe okay so so the vaccines probably weren't widely available to like regular folk like us until may or june yeah fuck yeah at least in canada okay so you guys weren't even yet vaccinated you had to test uh test negative for COVID yes. to get and, and do all your special circumstances stuff to get to the states. Oh, I had get like on the ship. I had like a fourteen. The the band leader sent me a fourteen sort of step thing of like, yeah, you had to get a special letter from some guy in this country, and like like you had to have that printed out, and then you had to have a negative test, but it had to be from this place 24 hours before not 72 hours before and then like it was like 14 different things that i had to have ready or else i couldn't leave the country i also too when you got on the plane for air canada you couldn't use a whatchamacallit mask because they wanted to save those for for medical professionals so you had to use a cloth mask but then when you get to europe you had to get like an n95 mask so it was it was fucked yeah yeah yeah, it was a mess so just crazy just getting on there and then okay so you get on there you're going to get the vaccine, and then the the war starts happening. The war. Okay. Is it, I don't even know if it's still going. So the war started happening. We kind of floated for like, I think we floated for like three or four days, and all of us were kind of speculating like what's going to happen. Um, and then the captain was like, we're going to do the crossing. We're going to cross to America, and we're going to do the Caribbean cruises, which is cool, but we're still not vaccinated yet. So as we're crossing, somebody gets COVID because we had had, um, I think they had contractors on. They don't really know how it happened. So- by somebody got COVID, a bunch of people got COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all non-essential people got locked down. So, you know, after we did another two-week quarantine. Um, and so two-week quarantine for all of us means like like in our essentially hotel room with a balcony. So it was nice. And people would deliver food. Uh, and sometimes the food was like really good. And then sometimes it was kind of fucked. Um, and then um, we did that. And then what else happened? Uh, that I think th- there was a fire at one point. Um, so one of the bumper cars' batteries exploded and set on fire. I feel like that's not that uncommon. Yeah, for there to be fires on cruise ships. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I feel like um, like the little fires. This wasn't like a super big one, but it laid us up for like two or three more weeks. Wow. So I got there in April, and we didn't start playing until August. So literally for three wow. months, I just got to rehearse, uh, hang out with the guys who were really cool. We played a lot of settlers like Tan. Nice. Um. And then, uh, yeah, and then uh, I fucking went home and made my money. And But you were getting paid the entire time as though time. you were working. Yeah, like, well, because yeah. you're a contract worker, right? Yeah. Um, so Wow. That's, I mean, that's dope. great. It's great that they did right by you in that way. Yeah, in every yeah. sense. Like, yeah. they, it, there was never a time where they're like, well, we're just going to make you work even though it's not safe. It's like, if there's any chance of, of it not being safe... We're good. So yeah, yeah, they did. They got to protect themselves, obviously, for various legal reasons as well as just being good people. Um, And so when you did play the shows, they were like theater shows. Yeah, we played a few theater shows, and then we played a few in like sort of this essentially fancy bar. Um, And like the theater show was super legit. Like it's like what you would imagine a fancy theater would look like. There was another room called Two Seventy, which was dope. Like. I could have, if we did it, there were like platforms that would come out of the ground and I could have done that. Or there was stuff coming out of the ceiling and I could have like came out of the ceiling. Dude. We didn't do that. It was like a super fancy room, like acoustically treated, lighting out the wazoo, but we didn't end up doing that. So. Some David Lee Roth stuff That's right there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. I was thinking more like Sting from fucking um, that wrestling game. Well, from wrestling. I, I only knew him from the game because I didn't really watch wrestling at that point 
The N64 wrestling game? I think I played it at a friend's house, you know. NWO Revenge. Yeah, we didn't have the N64 as kids. Oh, really? No, man. We were always like a we were always a, a console generation behind. Really? I had, yeah, I had SNES when like PlayStation and, and N64 shit, was man. the thing. And then I had PS1 when like PS2 was the thing. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, we were always kind of a behind because, you know, my parents wanted to, they want to pay full price. I respect that. Yeah, dude. Actually. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I totally. Yeah. So I'm going to try to do that with my kid. Yeah. As yeah. As long yeah. as possible. I, I feel like also, too, there's so many fucking games out there now. It's like they're so good that it's. I could play a PS2 game for sure. Well, the weird thing is, like, games are still coming out for PS4, even though PS5 is out. Yeah. It's very yeah, confusing yeah, now. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what, what do I even need. The world is a strange place it's right so, now. I don't like it. So bizarre. I actually um, kind of do like it. You, have you been watching Squid Game, by the way? I did watch all of Squid oh Game. Yeah. Okay, we won't spoil it on this show, yeah. but uh, everybody got to watch it. Maybe we should do Snape kills Professor Dumbledore. We could, <laughs> we could do an entire episode reviewing Squid Game. We should just do uh, a Squid Game. Um, <laughs> we just get our friends together. and yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really like you know my brother that much. But so it'll just be like dies. playing through... Like soloing over changes or Solo, something. Soloing over giant steps. Yeah, is soloing what over <laughs> giant steps. You you play a wrong note, you're dead. Oh god, because um, he's jazz. Um, yeah. But uh, so yeah, that 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 was cruise ship, and then I got back, <laughs> and I was like, as you were saying, like this is when the thing that hit you a month before hit me. I was just like, oh, I kind of expected to come back to nothing and piece together stuff and slowly ramp up, but it was just like, here's a bunch of stuff. You know? Oh man, we were like a bunch of us were like triple books. By the time you got back, yeah, I yeah. remember like just looking at some of the gigs we were doing and just being like, "Well, Will's going to give that one to to Bruno. He's going to give that one to Bruno. He's going to give that." And it's yeah. like that's I mean that's awesome because one of the fears with doing cruise gigs where yeah. you're away for months at a time yes. is that you come back and people have moved on. Whether or not that's rational, you know, people have moved on. They've hired somebody else. If yeah. they're playing a lot of shows, maybe a tour started and you did you weren't around, so you didn't get picked up for it. Um, whatever else. So, I mean, in a, in a way, it was good that there was so much work going on because you got to get right back That's in exactly it. That's exactly it, yeah. But it was a lot, right? It was a lot. Uh, it Yeah, it was a lot. And, like, I was still getting used to being able to see my mom and dad and see Will and, like, see my friends. I, I haven't spent a bunch of time with my friends just because I've been busy. Yeah. You know? I was kind of, not hoping, but... Uh, maybe hoping that, you know, like I, I would have a bunch of time so I could like be like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while, Brian. Or, um, but, uh, but yeah, no, like, I, hey, I love that I'm working a bunch right now, but it's it's all going to die in like three weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's already ramping down pretty yeah. significantly. Yeah. I mean, there's talks about more shutdowns and all that too, which yeah. we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean, so it's so funny. Like you do exactly the same stuff that I do, and we'll get uh, we'll get into this uh, maybe in pretty quickly actually. But like, you're like, oh, I'm so grateful that I'm working, but it's like really hard, you know. Yeah. I feel like we always, as musicians, we always, we always have to say we always have to preface everything with like, man, I'm so thankful, I'm so yes. thankful to be working. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. you are right. But like, there's something about our industry, and I'm sure there's like a lot of folks out there in different industries that can relate to this. Where it's like you don't feel like your job has permanence, so you always kind of have to, yes, you know, thank the gods for it first before you say like, but this is really stressing me out. Yeah. Whereas you yeah. know, folks in in more maybe more traditional nine to five situations, you know, it might be a little bit easier to gripe about work because it's always there. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. can just be like, yeah, work sucked today. I hated it. But I'm, they can't fire me. But yeah, they're not yeah. going to fire me. I'm going to go in tomorrow and, and life goes on. Yeah. And there's something really healthy about being able to do that. Yeah. And I think for for guys like you and I, folks that are playing you know, music for a living and doing these, these jobs, where we don't do that in the same way. No. Yeah. And we feel very awkward about, you know, griping to each other maybe because you don't want to like come off as entitled you don't want to come off like you're not into the gig you don't want to you know you don't want to damage your own reputation or at least this is the way i think about it um speaking personally that you, you know you you hold some of these things back and you know that's a good thing in professional situations because yeah. you don't want to you know you don't want to be on a gig and be like this sucks that's nobody you know that's obviously the worst but what i'm trying to say is i think that manifests in 
the way that you talk about it, even to somebody like your partner or your yeah. family or something. Or my brother. Or your, my brother, your brother, brother checks yeah. me all the time on that shit. And I do the same thing with him. I'm like, oh, so stressed out. And, you know, like I learned all these tunes for one gig and I'm probably never going to play them with him again. And he's like, but, you know, you got the work. You, you got to be grateful. This is what you got to do. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I mean, and that is it's true it's like duality but yeah. there is there's another side to it and maybe we'll, maybe we'll get into this a little bit here so getting back to things opening up for me was like a zero to a hundred yeah experience right yeah. it was like i i was i was like kind of thriving in a which i feel guilty even kind of saying because of how awful this situation has been for people and thriving is not the right word but i was comfortable i was happy i was yeah. like i've figured out how to live my day-to-day, make this work, Yeah, and, like, I'm happy, I'm doing work that's engaging, and, like, I don't really leave the house ever, which is fine. <laughs> Super <laughs> and, healthy. Yeah, and, like, I, I imagine a lot of people kind of got to that place, because humans are fairly adaptable, yeah. right? Like, after about yeah. a year of this, like, everybody's kind of got their routine, and then your job says, well, it's time to come back to work, and then all of a sudden, your your world is kind of rocked again, so... You know, for me, it was like zero to a hundred. I wasn't really playing any live shows at all. And then it was like nearly every day of August, I had a commitment to either play like a live thing, do a rehearsal or, you know, drive somewhere or whatever. And, um, yeah, man, I was, I was just waking up every morning, literally feeling like my chest was going to cave in. Yeah. That's how I felt every day. And, um, you know, it was just the the sudden adjustment of getting back to to work, um, and uh, I mean, I'm still sort of unpacking it with my therapist, which we'll get into in a, in a second as well. But it's yeah. like after a couple of weeks of feeling that way, I was like, man, I gotta I gotta do something about this. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. This is not yeah. this is not okay. Like, I don't know how to I don't know how to uh, respond to this feeling. I don't know how to sort of cope with this and like so i yeah so i reached out to um a buddy of mine who i know uh has done therapy talks about it really you know uh thinks it's great and and yeah knows some good people there and i just said i just said hey you know i and not not to like um not to put down any sort of direction you would want to go with therapy but i wanted to at least get a recommendation from somebody who I trusted to like oh, have a good yeah. sense of like what I might need and what worked well for them. Because I feel with, as with anything in life, you can, if you just sort of take the first thing you see online yeah. or whatever, it might not be a good fit for you. Same with so, like a guitar teacher, right? Precisely. Like, yeah. yeah. Like you could get someone who's like, I don't want to toot my own horn. Like you or me, like we're way too overqualified to be teaching you know, like in terms of maybe like the knowledge we have, mm. maybe like teaching skills were still ridiculously qualified, mm-hmm. you know, like, so there are therapists like that. It's like, yeah, like this person is the shit and takes their job really seriously compared to like, I got a psych degree and I hate this, you know? Yeah. So it's really like anything, you know, I wanted to get a good recommendation. So I did. And uh, it's been, it's been amazing. And just to have somebody to, um, to talk things out and for me like i uh, people listen to this podcast probably know like i need to talk things out a lot and uh but i but i don't always do that especially when i'm feeling uncomfortable or like in a situation where i'm stressed out uh, you know i have a tendency to sort of withdraw Same. internally right yeah so to actually have these sessions where it's like i'm paying for this i'm here to work on this and like i'm gonna be super engaged and like try to make this happen has yeah. been so helpful and then amongst you know all the things that, that my therapist has um you know uh, has given me in terms of tools to sort of work through things and and asking the right questions and all the rest of it. it's just been a great fit so um all that is to say i highly recommend anybody who's going through this i know you know that some other people have been going through this during this this time of transition um so it's not you know just just me <laughs> uh, yeah even if it was you know therapy has helped a lot so if if you know if you're ever feeling like you want to do it i would say do it and and i will add that i really get a kick out of the actual experience i yeah. thought that like because there is obviously a ton of stigma around like mental health and therapy and all that stuff kind of kind of goes without saying but 
also kind of bears repeating that that exists. And so having grown up in the the era that I did and like having these stigmas yeah. sort of impressed on me probably as a young per- a young person, right? Um, going to therapy is like, oh man, like you you sort of gr- you sort of battle with these things. It's like, well, am I really the type of person who needs to go to therapy? Like those those kind of sure, questions, yeah, yeah. which are very destructive, and and it's yeah. not like you should you know. I mean, you think what you think, but like I, you know, getting past that and being like, no, no, I want to do this. I think it's important. Um, and then actually going and 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 also thinking like it's going to be a drag. I'm going to have to like go and. And, yeah. you know, talk about difficult things and, like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it. I actually really got a kick out of the experience and just sort of the way that my therapist is, like, trying to sort of – sometimes they just – this is the wrong terminology, but sometimes they kind of trick you into, like, thinking the opposite of certain things or, like sure. – Or they'll ask you a question that's just, like, so perfect. Um, and I'll give you an example. I, I was um, complaining about how – I felt like uh, my, you know, our job is, you know, it's it's unstable. I wasn't sure if this was going to be a good thing for me and to continue doing for the rest of my life. And I was afraid that, yeah, like, yeah. I was going to, there was going to come a time where I was going to have to stop being a musician yes. because it wasn't, you know, stable enough or whatever. And I kind of made a remark in passing. I was like, you know, for someone who's got a real job, they don't have to worry about this kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And he picked up on it. He's like, so what, so what's a real job then? You know? And I was like, uh... I don't know, a job where you're helping people? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're doing that. And I was like, yeah. Uh, you know, a job yeah, with yeah, th- yeah. whatever. And it's just all like, you know, sometimes you hold on to these, um, these concepts deeper than you realize, and then somebody can just turn them on their head like that. Yeah. And so not only was that super helpful and, and enlightening for me, I was also like, this is dope. Like yeah, this, yeah, it's this just guy, interesting. This guy, like, he knows how to yeah. he knows how to decode my my bullshit. So, um, one of the things you were mentioning, <laughs> you were saying that, um, like, oh, I wonder, am I going to be one of those people that needs to go to therapy? And I feel like like everybody does. You know, like in a, in a perfect world, yeah. You know, every everybody could uh, afford it because it's definitely it's not. I mean. Depending on who you're going to and like what you're going for, it's not crazy. Like it's, I feel like expensive. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not cheap, but no, no. Uh, you can do different things. I mean, I'm going every other week to sort of yeah manage yeah, yeah, the yeah. cost a little bit. I mean, also too. I mean, I, different things. I feel like people spend the amount that I was spending monthly on therapy. They spend close to that on like takeout. And like yeah. buying food that isn't cheap, you know? Totally. So just starve for like a month. Um, but no, uh, like, yeah, I feel like everybody needs to go to therapy. And uh, once again, I don't know what I'm talking about, but like whenever I talk to my friends about this shit, because I was kind of like the poster boy for fucked up stuff. Like, not like, you know, <laughs> not like super fucking crazy, but I was kind of the one that had the issues earliest and then or at least was dealing with them the earliest y- that's exactly it that's what i'm saying them the earliest. Yeah. yeah had like had them kind of come to a head and it was like i gotta get this sorted out and like all my friends would like tell me about their shit and be like yeah i have these thoughts and i'm like oh yeah, yeah same same and then like i pretty much everyone that i've spoken to about it has shit you know whether it's like intrusive thoughts or fucking you know they're kind of weird ocd about certain things and you know like i feel like everyone could benefit from it in like a different area absolutely the 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 best way i heard it put was uh somebody somebody said it's like going to the gym for your emotions yeah 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 (laughs) yeah it's like it's exercise like everybody needs to exercise right like we all know if you don't yeah your body gets into into bad shape and that's really bad for you same thing with your your mind and your mindfulness yeah. and your emotions and all the rest of it. It's like if you don't pay attention to them and like work on them and nurture them and accept yeah. them and stuff and like actively participate in them, then uh, they're gonna you know they're gonna get into a state that's not uh, not great and issues yeah. are gonna crop up. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I totally agree with you. I think everybody would benefit from it. I know I have. Um, and I know you have. So, yeah, go to therapy, folks. It's uh, it's the best. 
I mean, like, one of the things... It's that, actually fun. Like, that's yeah, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, is yeah. I think it's fun. Yeah. I don't know if that makes me weird. I no, think it's fun. I, I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. It's like having, like, a really useful conversation all yeah. the time. I always feel, like, energized after I yeah. feel... And I'm not, like, an extroverted person. I don't really take my energy, get my energy from, like... People. Interaction. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that usually sort of I get tired from talking to people, but I feel jacked up. Yeah. After, <laughs> feel like you can take on the world. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I... Like, the, there's just certain things that they pointed out that I didn't even know were a problem. And now that I know, I didn't go long enough to maybe fix the problems. But, like, I know that I have an issue with being able to get angry, you mm-hmm. know? And just knowing Same. that, like, that's just knowing that is useful. Because, I mean, maybe eventually I'll be better at it. I mean, they gave me strategies and I wasn't around long enough to really work on them. But just shit like that. Or like you're a bad communicator. That kind of stuff. Um, it, it's cool. So spend all yeah. your money. It's it's great. And, I mean, if you've got the right person, they'll really be able to sort of tailor it to your own needs. Like we can sit here and just give you know examples and stuff, which might yeah. be helpful. But yeah. it's also like it's what do you – what you know what do you need to work through in your own sort of in, in your own life so yeah so i mean some of the stuff that did help me was was um doing a little bit of meditation uh journaling just write uh, actually writing stuff down you know like if i have a conversation with myself in my own head it's just an absolute disaster it's just a mess yeah, yeah like yeah. you can't yeah I, I, I find it very difficult to come to any sort of resolution or like really figure anything out when i'm just ruminating with, with things, oh, right? i see yeah, yeah, yeah. but when you start writing things down, you know, so my therapist sometimes will be like, well, okay, I want you to think about like, uh, this week it was like self forgiveness. What does that mean? Like, just do some, like write down some stuff that yeah, associates yeah. with that. It's pretty open-ended and not, it isn't always, but today, the, today it was, and it was like, okay, cool. So I'm going to do that. And yeah. that, the act of actually writing things down sparks all these other sort of ideas and thoughts. And you really you can, like organize you your really, thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And you just really like, you can reflect a lot better when the words are on a page in front of you rather than like circulating in, in your brain. Yeah. For me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, we did, we did talk about all those things and then, um, something called scarcity mentality, which yeah. I found really, uh, spoke to me and probably a lot of people feel this way in, in music. And that's the idea that like, you don't have enough of whatever, the thing is that you think you need. So for us, it's sure, work. Yeah. It's always work yeah, It's always us. work. Like, well, I don't have enough gigs. Yeah. I don't have enough students. I don't have enough sessions. I don't have enough money. Yeah. And like, I might not have enough money in the future. So if I can get more now, I should. Yes. Right. So the, the, the never say no, which is advice I've given on this podcast. And I still believe is yeah. useful, yeah. especially when you're just starting out, especially when you're just starting out. But something that I've come to learn, especially in the last couple months is like if you don't take care of yourself, you're, you know, you're not doing you're not doing any favors for yourself, the people around you, the work that you're involved in. Yeah, like, you're gonna have some serious setbacks because you're gonna burn yourself out, and that's something that I've really felt for the first time over the last month or two. Yeah, that I yeah. hadn't before, and and again in therapy, it was like, okay, so, do, you know, do you feel do you describe scarcity mentality? Do you feel this way? Yes, all the time. Yeah, it's like okay, yeah. and and then. You know, it's like, okay, well, I said how much I was working, and he was like, why Why do you keep saying yes to work if you're already working that much? Why do you, why do you keep saying yes to more? And I was like, uh, you know, it's like another one of those questions yeah. where you're like, well, because uh, I need the money it's like, what, you future, know, or yeah. something. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's at like some a, point. It's like a balance between like, like literally if you could just work all day every day and it wouldn't affect you negatively, then sure, cool. Like you would get all that money and it would be great and you would just have that money saved for when the work isn't there. But if you like, if you do that, you'll burn yourself out. And then if the work continues to be there, you won't be able to do a good job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, I, I reached out to not only a therapist obviously, but, uh, you know, friends and and stuff like that. and And I let people know like, Hey, this is what's happening, which, which I was a little bit afraid to do. You know, because yeah. you don't know how people are going to react when you say, like, I'm like, I'm not feeling great emotionally. Uh, yeah, it's like, yeah. you, you never know how people are going to react to that. Um, but it just came to a point where I was like, I need to make some changes here because I got to do what's best for, for myself. Yeah. You know? And like, uh, you know, I'm going to do I'm going to do this in a way that's hopefully not going to let 
a ton of people down in a really bad way. I don't want to yeah. screw anybody over, but like, you know, I might need to sub out of a couple of gigs this month yeah. because I literally have zero days off and like, I'm going to lose my mind if I, if I don't That's do this. Right. Completely so reasonable. that kind of stuff. And like, and what, you know, I, I have great friends obviously who are very supportive. So it was like another thing that we all started talking about is like being a little bit selective with what yeah. you say yes to. And again, this was a new ish concept to me yeah because i'm i am of that never say no mentality and um you know so it started being like okay well uh and i had a really interesting conversation with uh, i won't name this artist because i don't want to um whatever i want to disclose people's names but uh there was an artist saying um talking about a, a gig they were on and how the the pay was really bad and how they felt that they were getting kind of jerked around, like their time slot was getting changed around a bunch. And there was very little information and there was no changeover. And they felt like they were sort of getting taken advantage of because the person putting on the show felt that we've been out of work for a year and a half, therefore we really want to play and we'll just deal with it. And I was like, definitely not. We have survived. We have figured it out. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you don't want to pay me what I'm worth or you want to like, if you want to screw me around, I'm yeah. not coming. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I think that's a big thing because like, being selective as a musician, I fucked it up. Like when we, the year we started this podcast, I definitely fucked it up. Like I just stopped saying yes to certain things instead of being like, hey, this is what I need. Mm. Uh, or financially, one of my buddies, I guess I shouldn't name his name. Maybe somebody will perceive this badly, but they shouldn't. Is he's on a f- few gigs now where he's like, I need this to continue coming. You know, mm-hmm. like you had me here and like I was totally cool to do that, but like I need more money uh, and like that sort of thing. And it's like, if you can't do that, I totally understand. Like there's been tons of gigs like that where it's like there's just a problem with the gig. This is a good example too. I think I mentioned this before. I was playing with one person and I loved playing with them. It's just, I, w- I was their sub or I think I was... They when they could afford a second guitar player, they would have me. Uh, and every time I played with them, their set list had like thirteen or fourteen new songs, and it was a cover gig. Mm. And so I was like, I'm not going to do this gig anymore. But yeah. I should have just said to them. And Will did that. Will took the gig, and he said, Hey, could you not do that? And they're like, Yeah, of course. Oh wow! And he plays with them okay. to this day. Oh, well, there you go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I feel like also being with being selective too. If you have no work, like in the case of me right now, I don't have a ton of work uh, mm-hmm. because I said no to a bunch of shit uh, and I didn't fix it. So like all the stuff I built up, I, I didn't, uh, I could have probably retained like half of it at least if I just would have spoken up. If you, in my case right now, I'm being selective in the sense of like, okay, this gig does not pay enough, um, but I'm going to take this gig because I think that after I play with them for a bit, it I can be like, hey, if you really enjoy my playing, which they will, um, that's very cocky. But yeah. I'm, I'm putting in a lot of effort in this. Of course one. you are. Yeah, yeah. I'm putting in it's a ton not, of effort in it's this. It's not cocky. It's just you know you're going to do a good job. That's that's just good. But I'm yeah. not like the, the for the gig that I'm doing with them. I'm putting in way too much effort. Like if you were to look at the hourly, it would be like I think it's like I worked it out. <laughs> so far is like I think it's like five dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and like and like. Uh, but the idea is if I get more gigs with this person, I play a few more gigs and, you know, I think I bring some things that no one else can bring. I'll be like, listen, this is what I need money wise. And if you can't do that, that's totally understandable. Maybe later down the road, they'll, yeah, hire yeah, me, yeah. you yeah. know, um, so that that's my plan. My plan I mean, is think, to be yeah. like a drug dealer and get people hooked. <laughs> Give me a taste. I, th- I think like it's it's totally reasonable. And, like, people can totally understand to just be like, hey, look, like, I really enjoy playing with you. Uh, I just can't take this gig because it's too far or because, like, yeah. you know, whatever. And, like, I totally understand if you if you can't afford it or if you can't, um, if you don't want to use me because of, of this or that. Like, you know, just being kind of understanding their situation but also explaining your own situation. Yeah. So that you're not just like, yo, I can't do this. And then they yeah. think that you hate them or something. It's like, no, I really love playing with you, but it's just like I, I, you know, my rent went up and like this is my situation, so I'm really sorry. Um, and then you're right. Like sometimes people come around and they'll be like, yo, like that's, you know, we can maybe make this work. They didn't even know they were doing it too with the set yeah. list thing with, right. that kept changing. They didn't even know they were doing it. Yeah, you could have been like, an idiot. you know, I just, I just don't have the time to 
um, learn all these new tunes and like do yeah. a good job and like I want to be able to do a good job yeah. for you so like I'm you know I'm sorry and 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 then so, yeah exactly sometimes people might be like oh yeah no worries and I mean if you're working with good people they're gonna understand and respect that you know your quality of life or whatever also matters yeah right? like, yeah I think people get that and I think again as musicians we're so afraid of losing things that we'll we're willing to really like stretch ourselves yeah um, to make things work when maybe that's not the best move uh, for our own sort of health and, and well-being. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I haven't said no to a ton of stuff. Like, I still have worked a lot. But yeah. the couple of things where I've just been like, look, like, I'm just too overwhelmed. I don't think I'm going to do a good job on this. Or, I, I'm sorry, I can't make that drive. It's just it's going to be too far. It's like, yeah. I, I really do, like, I really do appreciate you asking me to do this. And I really do want to work with you. But, you know, like hand in the air, like this is my honest reason why I can't do it. People aren't going to hate you for that. So, I, 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 yeah. So, I think it's important to sort of make time for yourself. And and if people are going to be weird about that stuff, then um, it's not the right situation to be in, I don't think. So, So, one of the things is one of these people that I kind of like cut off, like because you never really like get fired from a gig or you never really quit a gig. Uh, but I feel like you should quit a gig. I think it's better than just saying no to all their stuff. And like all the time, like that's what I did with this person. These few people is like, mm. I was just like, Oh, I'm busy. And I, I wasn't busy sometimes. Sometimes I was busy. And then, and then they saw me at, it was at the CMAOs actually. And they're like, you stopped taking my gigs. And I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, whereas yeah. if I would have told them what the problem was, I think they could have it's like a relationship. You know, you tell them what the problem is, and if they're like, no, nah, I can't fix that, then it's like, okay, well, maybe we should not be in a relationship, you know? Yeah. At least they'll understand. Yeah, they won't think you're, like, kind of um, flaky and you're just blowing them off for no yeah. reason, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think so. Um, I think being forthright and sort of... And, and you know, there's a, an element of standing up for yourself there as well, but... but uh, Which yeah, I'm horrible at. Same. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, yeah. I mean, obviously... We're not saying we're not giving you this advice to like just be like just drop all your gigs if you don't feel like doing them. Give like, them to me, you know. Yeah, I'll like, take. We're them. still working. <laughs> like, do you know? You, you, but all I'm trying to say is um, recognize that th- that burnout exists, and we did do an episode on this a little while yeah, back. Yeah. Um, and if you are experiencing what I experienced, which was just anxiety and panic attacks dread. and just dread yeah, yeah, yeah existential that was, that dread was, that was the big thing for me. uh and i you know i was having a real hard time coping you, you know looking after yourself is always a good move you know yeah. for your own well-being uh is always a good move it's not like oh i'm admitting defeat or i'm like whatever else it's like yeah this is you know, this is your life. It's like a tactical and, retreat. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes you just gotta exactly that's exactly just manage it, things a little bit. That's that's a great way of putting uh, it. That's that's yeah. what I thought about like all my shit, man. I'm like, it sucks, but like also dying is worse. Yeah, know? having a complete like breakdown and and I mean, um, like and forgive me if this is like bad to bring up or whatever, but like you stepped away from music entirely. Oh yeah. Oh, for yeah. like a good like, period uh, like of time. A year, right? a year. Yeah. And like for a portion of that year I was like for the first little bit I was like, oh no, I'll I'll get over this stuff and feel good and then then I'll get back to it. And then like four or five months into it I was like, well if I don't do music, what would I do? And I just couldn't come to like an answer. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't I, I I'm I'm one of those people that is like willfully like ignorant to things that I don't think I need to know. Like I don't know the order of the planets. Um, <laughs> like I actually don't. And actually I, I've joked with a few people about that and some people don't as well, but like shit like that. Like I, I, I'm trying to think of other stuff that's just embarrassing that I don't fucking know. I learn stuff when I feel like I need to know it. Yeah. And like, so I've always just felt like, Oh, I got to do music and I've never felt like anything else. So, like, I have no practical skills. You're right. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Same. So, um, yeah. But I mean, there was a real time period where I was thinking that I was going to have to give it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, and yeah. really, and really, yeah. and I, and you know, in retrospect, um, I think that would have been a really tragic 
decision and something yeah. that I would, you know, feel really badly about if I'd sort of given it up and was on some kind of hiatus from from being a musician yeah, or yeah. was like pursuing some other career. But I definitely thought about that, you know? And yeah. I think that is what burnout will do to you. For sure. And if you're not managing your own um, well-being, or I should speak in first person because I'm talking about my own experience. If yeah. I'm not managing my own well-being and, and emotional well-being and physical too, right? We didn't even talk about how we went from going yeah. to bed at a regular time to yeah. like getting home at 2, 3 in the morning, driving yeah. super late at night, driving for hours on end. Or like, playing all the time, Playing all, all the time. time voice health like yeah uh, thank goodness like my you know i'm fine in that regard but like yeah playing you know health as well of your hands and whatever else all that stuff if you're if i'm not maintaining that stuff then i'm starting to think about quitting music yeah and that maybe that seems extreme but like when you're when i found myself in a um state of pretty extreme burnout i guess you could call it or anxiety or whatever um that's what i was starting to think about doing which as i said i think would be quite tragic and and not a a good thing so um yeah so managing uh or not managing is the wrong word but like looking after myself staying healthy physically and mentally and sort of um you know making time for myself being a little bit selective the gigs i was playing uh you know as much as i could without letting anybody down and just sort of recognizing that like in the future i need to be a bit more on top of my schedule so when things do get really busy i'm prepared for it or i know like i can't take this gig this week because i've got five other gigs this week even though my sunday is free i'm gonna need that sunday to rest you know even just also a bit older too yeah exactly but also i feel like if you if you if you get a good balance of this when you're young, it'll be good. One of the things that I, I remember it was a quote, and it was an Olympic athlete said it, and I don't, I never know the fucking names of these people um, or of, of of anything. But he was talking about the gist of it was that like any idiot can like train themselves into the ground, mm. um, which I, I I think like if you fucking you know told anyone you know like w- one of my friends who doesn't play music, it's, you got to be really good at guitar in two years they could fucking just you know if they for some reason had to they could do it you know um but i think in the process they would like hurt themselves mentally and physically carpal tunnel that's what i mean yeah Yeah. whereas it would take it takes experience to know what your limit is and like kind of work around it you know like savers and stuff when we were talking about learning tunes like it takes experience to know that like oh part of learning tunes is no playing guitar a just because you learn them better without the guitar in your hands but also you learn them better like you don't fuck up your wrist because you're playing the whole time you know right. what i mean yeah you're learning them internally and mentally rather than yeah, yeah playing as well yeah that you know that's a great quote and uh and a great Olympics. like sort of message yeah, yeah i mean Olympics. it totally makes sense right because it's like yeah if you were training for for the olympics like the last thing you want to do is injure yourself right yeah so it's not it's like yeah i worked harder than everybody else but i got hurt so now i can't now i can't compete that's exactly it also too so sometimes you got to work smart right that's exactly it like like say for instance any idiot could go to the gym for you know five hours a day if they wanted to but like you're gonna do that once and then your body's gonna be broken yeah even if you go for like an hour you still if you're not smart about it you can fucking break your shit and then you know you have to take three months off and those three months become six months you know like yep. it's the same same shit yep. you know yep. um so pacing yourself is a it's the worst yeah um, but you know I, I i i think it's super important and what i've learned is a to 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 make that a priority because before i didn't at all yeah before yeah, i was yeah. just like it's literally like I, I will work as much as i can all the time because i don't know yeah what the future holds yeah yeah right and like i have a relationship uh i have a I have a baby on the way which uh, congratulations which, which you had yeah, not yeah, announced yeah. on any podcasts but uh you know um so i have a family uh that i need to you know be uh be a good part of yeah uh, and you so that like you know things for exactly yeah. and i want to be yeah. and um and you know so so also my life is changing which is great but i do need to make a priority now to yeah. To take to take care of myself, to take care of my family, uh, whereas I didn't before. 
Um, and then the other thing is to be open with my, you know, my peers uh, and my friends yeah. who I know are like going to be there for me. You know, not, maybe not somebody I'm meeting for the first time. Sure. Uh, you know, it's like, hey, do you want to? You, you, you know, you want to take our gig, uh, you know, uh, up in uh, out in Niagara? It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Like, I just want you to know I'm dealing with anxiety. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, maybe not right yeah. there. But, uh, but you know, with my friends and my peer circle, because I think everybody in this business sort of has a, a peer circle or a group of friends that they work with the most, where you could be like, look, this is what I'm going through. And yeah. I think for the most part, people will be you know, supportive of that. So just being open um, about that with your peer circle and with your family and with your partner, if if you have one um, or what have you, has been really important for me to just like not feel like I'm on an island. Yeah. Just like struggling with this and like not really knowing who to reach out to or how to deal with it. When you start talking to people about stuff um, and being honest, I think that that really made a big difference for me. So, um, So before we close it out here, uh, we were talking about how sort of things went got crazy for a month or yes. two. They're starting to wind down again, as they do heading into the winter season. There's some fear of some more shutdowns. Um, do we want to talk about what are we sort of what do we have going on? What what do we think work is going to look like going forward, and how are we going to sort of carry ourselves forward? Um, through like the next couple of months. I mean, you never know what the hell's going to happen, uh, yeah. right? But I got like, some schemes. Yeah, I got some schemes because I mean, as of right now, I have money saved up from the ship because I didn't spend any money, um, and that will cover rent for a few months. But I definitely don't have enough work that I'm paying rent at this point. First month I got back, actually, I made rent. Nice. Uh, the second month, no, no, <laughs> but uh, close. Uh, but I feel like the third month, as soon as the gigs go away, you know, not so much. I mean, my, my whole plan is to get more teaching, um, get some, uh, you were saying you were using sound better. So yeah. 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 Sound better is a great website to, uh, get some work, get a little bit of online work for folks out there who are looking to, uh, yeah. I mean, it could be playing, it yeah. could be really anything music related, so playing uh, or recording or mixing or whatever, mastering. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a great spot. I- I've been doing more work online, obviously, due to COVID, and I'm just sort of continuing that. And, like, I think people are a lot more open to getting work done, be that, like, taking a lesson from me or, like, yeah. having their music produced um, by me or by the Agenda guys, you know, we're doing a bunch of in-person stuff, but also there is the occasional online. Yeah. Um, and it works for some people. And I think it's like an avenue you want to be um, open to because yeah. you can, you know, do it in your boxer shorts and like, <laughs> and, uh, and, and like it, it does work around some of the other stuff that you've got scheduled. So yeah. I think, you know, opening yourself to, to online is really important. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm trying to think of other stuff in terms of plans. Yeah, I would just like to. I'm trying to get more production stuff. The me and my brother and a drummer friend of mine moved into a house, and we actually have like a space and see see what happens there. I mean, yeah. I've got enough money to make it to the summer to when gigs start again, but yeah. I would like to not, you know, decimate what savings that I've made for sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That that's my plan. Yeah. What about th- you? Well, for for me, like I really built up my online teaching over the pandemic. I sort of developed like a a good system on how to sort of organize my students. I've been using Google Drive to hold all of their material, and then I just give them a link to their folder, and it's all in there, yeah, so they're yeah. not losing stuff. I can update things. I can screen share and we can like yeah, yeah, yeah. watch things, listening together, which is not something that I could do in my previous teaching job where you were sort of, you're in a little cubicle room or whatever. And like they were pretty, um, uh, pretty much saying like, don't use any screens. Cause like, that's not what we're, we, we don't like parents don't want that or something. Really? That was sort of like a, not a hard and fast rule, but it was like a kind of a, uh, and then Don't I, I use respect technology. that. I respect that, but it's also like, you know, what are what are kids doing? They're looking stuff up on YouTube, and they're like, "I want to play this." It's like, yeah. okay, well, I, you know, 
So maybe if we were both looking at it, we could like figure it yeah, out. If you want to so. cut out the screens, I don't think lessons are the time to do that. Maybe yeah. just don't let them play four hours of Call of Duty yeah. every night. So I don't know. Uh, you know, I, for me, I found that it works so much better. Uh, I found a way to make it work really well anyways online where, especially with the screen sharing, you can really show people what's up. You can like zoom on Zoom. It's super easy to record a video. Yeah. So I can just be like, at the end of the lesson, I'll just record a little two minute video. It's like, here's what we did. Here's all the exercises. Yeah. With me doing them, so that you know you're not just looking at a scribbled piece of paper or or your music book and you forget what the notes are. It's like you can watch this thing. Yeah. So it's just stuff like this. It seems obvious, but until I was doing Zoom lessons, I wasn't doing any of these things. So I don't know. Maybe that's my own shortcoming, or maybe that's the yeah, medium. Yeah, yeah sort of giving me these new tools and yep. now it's like okay this is working really well so i think it's working great um and so that's that's sort of going to be one of my main sort of uh steadfast ways of 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 making rent as gigs do start to decline and then of course the the production stuff and what we've going on yeah. what we've got going on with the agenda is a big big part of of that as well and we're just sort of growing that and and you know just some of the other mixing and and uh, editing work that i'm doing so just trying to continue to build that it's not at the level of like when you're when you're all the way playing gigs like it's hard to beat that yeah um you know thank goodness i do have some gigs still doing doing weddings and stuff like that that really is helping a lot so uh but in terms of sort of um and i remember dave kirby we had him on saying this because he uh, created that guitar course. He's like, I really wanted to find a way where I wasn't reliant on a, you know somebody else to get yeah. work. I want to make yeah. my own thing that people will want to come to yeah. and I can sustain myself that also, way. Also, you can control the volume of work. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm having a light, light month. Maybe I'll make my website doper or maybe I'll like, you know try some new Google ads and really get into that for this month and see if I can yeah. get more money out of teaching or out of that course, you know? Yeah. Um, or maybe I'll start a podcast and then people will buy our merch and <laughs> you know, support us on Patreon. And So, yeah, so I think some combination of, and I mean, this isn't like anything new, but I mean, over, the, over what COVID's really shown us is like, here's how, you know, you're going to have to make your own thing and make it work, at least for, yeah. for me and yeah. I think for you as well. It's like, Okay, well, I figured out how to to make my teaching work. I'm not beholden to a uh, a teaching company now. I yeah. just I'm doing yeah. it myself. You can organize I, it yourself. I figured it out, you know, and then and then obviously the recording thing as well. So I'm producing thing. I feel like with you, your thing too. You were talking about like, oh, you know, I might have to quit, and it was the same thought with me. It, mine was for different reasons though, because I was like, oh, if I'm just going to have a panic attack every time I go on stage, then what if they get worse and then I actually course, can't, yes. you know? Uh, whereas with you, you're like, I financially and workload wise can't do it. It's like, I feel like instead of quitting, you just have to evolve. It's like, oh, well, yeah. but like, what am I doing wrong? The way that I'm selecting what gigs to do is wrong. You know, I'm not doing a good job at that. Maybe, you know, uh, you're not pursuing avenues that are like lucrative like like the sound better thing it's like oh i can control my work a little bit more if if i have these these things you know so i feel yeah. like that's the thing it's it's not quit it's like you have to drastically change and and each time that something new happens like when you when you got your kid it's like i'm sure there will be like challenges where it's like oh i gotta make more money and it's like you'll have to figure out okay what can i pursue to make more money whether it's like changing your rates or you know maybe learning a new skill you know or like Maybe really like hit the pavement and you know I, I don't know I haven't, yeah, had, I mean, I haven't we'll, had to do these. We'll things. have to see, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but I mean, life is always going to be throwing these new situations at us. So yes. having uh, a strong, you know, uh, mental game and emotional game because you're working on those things, yeah, uh, is pretty darn important when you're going through you know your shit different things like this so um yeah so uh, i i guess i guess we can kind of leave it there um i think we said all the stuff we wanted yes. to say we uh, were so rusty so rusty man it's good to be back though yes it is um so we're we are looking to uh to come at you weekly here on this podcast yes, if you sir. have any feedback for us you can email us musicguypodcast at gmail.com i can reach out to me on social media at alro music on youtube 
Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, whatever else. Bruno the Meek mm-hmm. for Mike Hebs on Instagram. That's pretty legit. Hit us up on Patreon if you want to support what we're doing. If you would like to submit your music to be played on the show, we'd oh, like yeah. to play songs when people send them in. Please hit us up at those same addresses with your MP3 of your tune. And uh, if we like it, we'll play it. And uh, that's kind of what we if do If we here. don't like it, we'll pretend that we never got it. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much, everybody. Uh, we love you. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>